Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with The Taxi Centre. Listen anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 1717 And the breaking news tonight, the winter break. It's over. Big time football is back. We're less than two hours away from kickoff for the big one tonight. Barry Ferguson, welcome back. And can I be the last one to say Happy New Year? Yeah, same to you. Yep, had a good break, but looking forward to tonight's show. It started off as Blue Monday. Is it going to be Green Monday tonight? Celtic against Hibs. Will they keep the pressure on your old club Rangers at the top of the table? Well, they've got to get three points. There's no doubt about it. They can't let. Um, I know Rangers are playing tomorrow, but they can't let Rangers get any further away from them. So I think it's an important game for Celtic tonight, and it's a must three points for me. Want to ask you about John Souter in a moment or two, and also Nathan Patterson. A lot has happened since we last saw you, Davy Proven. You've been with us right through yeah. the break tonight, though. It's back. How excited are you? Well, it's, it's just brilliant, Paul. That there's going to be nearly sixty thousand people. Uh, people already on their way to the game as we speak. And I think it's a vindication of um, the SPFL getting it right in terms of moving the break forward. I know that some people thought it was unfair, uh, particularly with the old firm game coming up, that it gave Celtic an advantage to get into the transfer market. But I think we'd all agree the game is nothing without, you know, full stadia. Well, we saw that on Friday night, didn't we? Partick Thistle yeah. against Kelly. Both of them going, they both still have a chance to come up. Kelly could have gone top of the table. It's just not the same with only 500. Yep, I, I watched the game, Paul, and I mean, you're talking about Partick Thistle, who I've got a very good home support. Kilmarno always carry a good away support, and that would have been a full house at, at Fir Hill. So I was, I was disappointed for both clubs that they didn't allow the, the fans to get back in, because obviously tonight's game at, at Celtic Park is going to be a full house. I didn't see any reason why they, they wouldn't have allowed Patrick Thistle to, to do the same. But listen, the most important thing is that um, fans are allowed back in after the, the winter break. And I agree with what David just said there. Football's nothing, uh, nothing without fans, so it's great to see the fans back in. You can call David Proven, Barry Ferguson, 0808 17 17 700. We're back for tours every night this week. 0808 17 17 700 this week and beyond. So much has happened in the last 24 hours. Nathan Patterson signed, what, was that last week, the week before, for Rafa Benitez Everton? Of course, he has gone. We want Barry's view on that about Nathan Patterson and John Souter he's named in the squad for Hearts for tomorrow night against St Johnson but will he be a Rangers player by the end of the transfer window what do you think should happen there Celtic up against Hibs tonight Celtic with the three new Japanese players in the squad Davey do you think we'll see at least one of them tonight I think we will I mean it's, it's going to be intriguing to, to see the team sheet when it comes in and we'll be first with it um, but um, hugely exciting I think for, for the Celtic support that the club at long last has had a really good transfer window um, I think too often in the past under Peter Lowell they didn't push the boat out when they had the chance um, they've got up off their backsides this time and, and gone for it and it's great to see that for me 
There's no room for error, though, is there? Euro no, no, they've, they've, got, they've got to catch Rangers. Um, we, we keep talking about the prize this season. Um, Rangers have six points of a start. They're going to take a lot of catching. Um, but Celtic are now, is it tooled up? Is that the expression in this part of the world? <laughs> to, to go after Rangers. It has been heard in these parts. <laughs> Barry, do you think Celtic are tooled up and ready to narrow the gap against Rangers? Well, I think as a manager, you want if you're wanting players in, you want to get them in mm. as quickly as possible, and that's what Postacoglu has done. And it's good to get them in through the door, get them used to their surroundings, their new teammates, um, and I'm sure they want to do a bit more business because Celtic do need players. I think if you look at both Rangers and Celtic squads, I, th- I still believe that Rangers is still stronger. Um, I do believe that Celtic still need to make another one or two signings, but as a manager, that's what you want to do try and get your players in as early as possible in the window. Davey, who's got the stronger squad? I, I probably would say Rangers still have the strongest mm-hmm. squad. I'd, I would like to have seen Celtic get centre-back in. Good news is for Celtic is that Julian's on his way back. He played a bounce game this week. I saw pictures of him this morning in training. That might sort out, I think, the, the weakest part of the Celtic side at centre-back. And if the, if the Japanese boys, and there's no reason why they can't hit the ground running because their season's just finished in Japan. If they do hit the ground running... It could be game on, but I'll tell you one thing, Paul, the, the, the old Firm game is absolutely mega mm. now. Mega. It's one that, that Celtic, I think, simply have to win. And I'm not dismissing Hibs tonight and Dundee United a week on Saturday, but if Celtic win those two games, going into the old Firm game, it's must win for Celtic. And if Celtic do win the old Firm game, it's going to be some finish. Kyogo looks as though he could be fit for that game and it's unlikely he will be on Japanese duty at that point. I mean, it could happen for both clubs. It's one of the questions, should that game be postponed because of international duty? Barry, you're looking at the fixtures yeah. and saying... My, my only issue, when um, games were postponed and they obviously brought the, the winter break forward, Neil Doncaster did say that there was no window to fit any games in. Um, so if that game does get postponed, when are they going to play it? That's a worry. Um, and if, if you ask my honest opinion I don't think they will postpone it because I don't think there's any space for the game to go ahead again Davey Is that down it? to the discretion of the SPFL? So so a club can make a request to have a postponement if they have so many players away yeah, If you've got four players away in international yeah, right. duty they can request um, well, I don't both, think clubs, could, both yeah, clubs could have players could, away couldn't they? Of course they? Um, But I'm with yeah. Barry I hope, I hope they play the game it's already been called off once I think everyone wants to see you know, the, 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 the game and hopefully it, it takes place on February 2nd. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. It's the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Davy Proven. Loads of calls coming in already. Barry, I want your take on John Suter in a moment or two. Uh, and you mentioned there about the AFCON. What about Joe Aribo? Great start. Undefeated. Yeah, I, I've seen the, the two games he's played with with Nigeria, and um, he's just shown the same form as he has for Rangers this season. He, he's been outstanding, no doubt about it. And it's a great, um, it's a great thing for him to play in the African mm. Nations Cup um, at his age. And as I said, he, he's brought a lot of quality to the, the, the tournament. Um, and for me, Paul, as I said, I, I think he's always been a really good player. But this season, he's been up a level or two. He's been up. Uh, he's became a, a top midfielder in my player opinion. of the year maybe yep, he's I think to, he's out on his own for player of the year yep, he's got to be he's certainly got to be in the running with another couple of players you, you could say Callum McGregor's been really consistent at Celtic but Puri for me Hashi yep. RP being a frame as well but, yep. but Aribo for, for me at the moment mm-hmm. he's done he's done he's always been a good footballer he can handle the ball he can pass the ball he's a strong runner he can get about the pitch but one thing he's done he's added goals to his game and um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of teams down in England 
keep my close eye on him. But it's, I think it's so important for Rangers to try and keep him and try and get him to sign a new contract. Ready for a few phone calls? Yep. Ready, back, fit and well. Do you feel a bit rested? I know it's been busy uh, football-wise. And what a week for you, Barry. I see uh, a few of the team here saying, oh, are you okay for tickets for this weekend? <laughs> You've got the little matter of... Uh, Aloha against Celtic Saturday night we'll speak about that during the and about the build up this week right let's go on the lines uh, Callum is on from uh, football CFB a Celtic fan of course Callum's been on before good evening Callum good evening guys um, I agree with the comments of uh, Davey and Barry there about the, the Celtic Rangers game on February the 2nd I hope it goes ahead and I have to say I'm, I'm absolutely delighted to, to be back going to, to games live tonight the last time I was on we spoke about how difficult it can be yeah. for fans that can't go to games so to have the football back is just incredible and a full house is exactly what you want to see when you go and watch your team no matter who it is Callum I remember you were brilliant a couple of weeks ago and you spoke about the mental health um, aspect of it and it is I mean here's a real practical um, example of football so important for everybody and you can hear the spring in your step going you're on the way to the match you're on the way to the game caller yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, so basically, um, obviously just waiting on the bus, which will leave right. in about half an hour, so <laughs> just looking forward to getting through it and taking it in. Okay, you've got Davey Proven, Barry Ferguson here. Callum, what's in your mind tonight? Uh, what do you want to share with us uh, and what do you want to ask? Just the main point I've got, we spoke again before Christmas, Paul, about yep. Celtic needing signings and needing to get them in early. Remarkably, I think the Celtic board and Michael Nicholson appear to have delivered that, obviously, with the, the three signings from the J-League. Whether they can settle as well as Kyogo did is, is another matter. It's, it's lazy, I suppose, to assume that they are going to settle as well as Kyogo. So time will tell how well they do. But I think Celtic and Ange Postacoglu, to answer Barry's point about the squads, I think Celtic and Rangers match up pretty well in terms of first 11s. But I do agree with Barry that I think Rangers have got more depth than Celtic, particularly at centre-back, as Davies mentioned as well. So... I think Celtic need to get off to a positive start tonight and the game's coming up. But again, I agree with Davy. I think Celtic need to play this game in the second and they need to make sure that they do not lose it because if they lose it, it could be a long way back. But I'm excited for the season with the signings coming in. And my question for Barry is, do you think Rangers will be busy in the market? I know John Sutter's announced in pre-contract. Do you think Rangers will respond? Yeah, I, I, in my honest opinion, I do think Gio will want to bring in um, one or two players. Obviously, Itton's come back in because Jermaine Defoe's obviously left the club but I, I do believe that he will want to try and bring in one or two players that depends on what kind of money he's got available or can he bring John Souter in um, and I think that'll be a real possibility now because obviously that being released that John Souter has now agreed um, to come to Rangers I think it might be difficult for John Souter now at Hearts I think the Hearts fans will feel maybe disappointed so I'm thinking that Rangers are in the driving seat maybe they can go and do a cut price deal because Hearts were obviously looking for half a million pound um, for John Souter if he was to go in the January window now I think you could be looking at half of that because you've then got a player that yep. has agreed is his heart going to bin it look I think John Souter's a, a real professional I think he'll always give 100% in training at Hearts and in games if he's asked to play um, but I think that becomes a difficult situation for the player mm -hmm. and I don't know how that's going to operate so I think Rangers will try and do do that deal I know Gio said in the last day or two that um, that they're not going to go and, and do that deal but I think there'll be something behind that to try and get John Souter in and he's looking at another maybe centre half um, to bring in and even another um, midfielder 
half a million uh, Hearts would want for yeah. him. Davey, what do you think will happen? There's 14 days to go in the yeah, window. Well, first first yeah. of all, I think we have to change the rules. I do not think you should be allowed to sign a pre-contract agreement for another club in the same league. I think it's an absolute nonsense. And it is going to put John Souter in a very awkward position if Hearts keep him until the end of the season where he's effectively a Rangers player in a maroon jersey. Yeah. It's a nonsense. Mm. You can't do it in England. And I, I think it's a nonsense up here. I remember Gary Caldwell being in the same situation, signed a pre-contract with Celtic, found himself playing against Celtic, getting stick from his own supporters because he was still in a Hibs strip, but mm. to all intents and purposes, a Celtic player. It's a nonsense. And I feel for John Souter because he's caught in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. I would think it will come down to a similar situation to Scott Wright when Rangers got Scott Wright on a, on a pretty good deal. Mm from Aberdeen the choice for Aberdeen was take 500 grand or keep him and get nothing and I think Hearts will, will take the money eventually I think it makes sense What do you think it'll be Barry 150, 200,000 It might be something that look for me Hearts on pole position to, to get in Europe if it's a fantastic start to the season Robbie will obviously want to keep his best players but at the end of the day John Souter mine might be elsewhere he's agreed to go to Rangers I'm not saying John Souter's not going to give his all um, for, for Hearts but he's in an awkward situation John so at the end of the day he's got to look after number one and that's him I mean obviously financially it's going to be a lot better he's going to go and um, try and go for league titles and, and maybe play in Europe no, I'm not saying Hearts ain't going to do that but Rangers are a bigger club so there's a it's a big two weeks it'll be interesting to see what happens in my opinion I think you might see John Souter at Rangers before the, the window ends it's somebody who is off to Dundee United under the heading of pre-agreements we knew we knew it happened a few weeks ago Tony Watt I think the deal has been done yeah. and look for him going to Dundee United this week from Motherwell and that'll open up a few things as well Motherwell need to get a striker in as well Callum your own team what about for tonight then It's uh, we, we, we don't know what the team's going to be we'll tell you in the next hour as Davey said earlier first we'll give you that news what, what are you looking for tonight um, j- just the win or play with a bit of style what do you reckon I think you obviously first game back with fans you want to see the team play with a bit of style but given the situation of the title race I would just take three points even if it's a scrappy 1-0 but that being said I don't think it will be I think Sean Maloney will look to attack Celtic um, he's a proactive obviously coach speaks well so it'll be interesting to see how he approaches this and we all know that Ange Postacoglu is going to go out all guns blazing one of the questions Paul that I've got that's slightly off topic is about John McGinn, the papers down south yeah. reporting that Man United could be interested in him. I was just wondering what Davy and Barry would think of that. Do you think he could make a step up to a club like Manchester United? 100%. I watched the game, Callum, last week. I don't know if you watched the cup game, Aston Villa yep. um, against Man United, and I thought John McGinn was exceptional. Um, and it was a good battle between John McGinn and Scott McTominay. Yep. Quite enjoyed it. But for me, listen, I think when John McGinn was at Hibs, I thought he was a good player. He's went down to Aston Villa and he's come on leaps and bounds over the last three years. And for me, every time I watch Aston Villa, John McGinn's an absolute standout. So I ain't shocked that um, a Man United um, are interested in, in John McGinn. And listen, I would even go as far as like, a Liverpool or whatever. Don't be surprised if a team like Liverpool as well as Man United come in for John McGinn because I think he's got everything to play down, um, everything sorry to play at the top level and, English football Davey what do you think yeah, he's, I think he's a top 6 player mm-hmm. uh, I've no doubt he could he could bridge the, the gap and I think he would bring to Manchester United exactly what they need they've got too many posers at the moment um, <laughs> Good no, seriously I, I like that Paul, Paul Pogba comes to mind the fancy yeah. haircuts 
Well, that's not what you need if you're Manchester United at this moment in time. What you need is John McGinn's type. You saying John McGinn's not got a good haircut then? <laughs> <laughs> that's not the first time John has heard that. But no, it's but true, listen, he isn't is, it? He, yeah. He's outstanding. Yeah. And yeah. I think anybody that watches Aston Villa would agree with me 100%. He has been an absolute standout. Even last season when Grealish was at Aston Villa, yeah. everybody spoke about mm. Grealish. But if you go and watch the pundits after it, John McGinn always gets spoken about. And as I said, that game last week, for me, he was one of the top performers on the pitch. What, what would the fee be? What, what's your... You've got to be looking at 50, 60 million, Davey. Wow. And Hibs, Hibs will get a slice of that, surely, won't I it? hope so. I mean, you look at the midfielders mm. that move down in England. Are they going by? John McGinn's every bit as good as him for me. Q at this point in a radio phone-in in the last couple of years where you do talk about for 100,000 or 200,000, he was waiting to join Celtic, wasn't he? He was at Villa. But have we moved on from that now? Yeah. Callum, you remember that day when we thought that he was <laughs> going to sign? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, see, just thinking back. Uh, Sorry, Callum, just thinking back. That must be one that Celtic look back on and think. Sure. What were we doing there? Yeah, I remember about half a million pound. I think mm. it was. Was it three million pound they had bid, and they wouldn't go to three and a half. Mm-hmm. And they obviously Aston Villa went that extra half a million pound and went down to the Championship. Celtic must be absolute kicking themselves. Just two months before it, at the Scott Brown testimonial, he was sitting at the Celtic players' table, and somebody who was uh, presenting on the day said, "Oh, and there the Celtic table." And John McGinn, well, maybe three months early, but John will be there. He was there at, at that table, and it didn't happen. But um, yep, it looks as though he could be on his way to Man United, and maybe even bigger, which is what you were saying, really. Yeah, he you could know, play. Yeah. Davy's right. Davy says top six. Any of the top six, he could play. Easy, Liverpool, yep. Manchester United, Chelsea. Um, for me, he's good enough. Scoreline tonight, Callum? I'm going to go with um, 2-0 Celtic. I think Celtic will get the job done, but I don't think it'll be an easy game and I wouldn't be surprised to be fair if Hibs got on the score sheet, but I'm going to go 2-0. Thanks for calling. The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com Your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you. Let's go! 0808 17 17 700 next we go to Serbia Novak Djokovic I nearly said that on the line there's been so much controversy he's back in Serbia after not getting in for the Australian Open Davey overall there there's been uh, a lot of controversy but he's not going to be able to defend his title good good on Australia Um, you know how where I stand in the vaccines Paul I think everyone should get vaccinated Um, people saying it's a matter of personal choice it's also a matter of protecting people who are more vulnerable than you and trying to help the nurses and doctors who've been overstretched for the last two years. It's not just about personal choice. Get your job. And so many people have, Barry, that we've got football back at the top level and there'll be nearly 60,000 tonight at Celtic against Hibs. Yeah, that's what it's all about, getting the fans back in. And listen, Davies, rightly, even my players, I've been um, encouraging them to go and get their booster jag. Um, We're quite high up now and um, the players getting their their booster jags which is good and listen if the medical experts tell me that you need to go and get an injection uh, or vaccinated it's going to help you obviously I'm I'm going to listen to the 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 top people and I, I wish most people would do the same so we can get this world moving again Absolutely, and surely it now is Let's hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Rangers in action tomorrow night at Pataudry Great game as well. We're looking forward to that. Aberdeen against Rangers. Let's hear from GVB. What's the, the squad update? Because Aribo will not be in the squad because in the Africa Cup, uh, Hellender is start, uh, started training with the team uh, this week. So I'm really happy for him. But 
the game will come too early for him. Scott uh, Arfield is, um, is still not training, so he will be not involved. Same for, uh, for Steve Davis. Kamar and, uh, and Ryan, um, they're start training with the team also this week. So I'm happy that uh, you know the injured players are uh, you know getting back uh, to train with the with the squad. Whether they will be involved tomorrow, uh, we have to see. And what's the latest on John Suter? Pre-contract is signed. Will they be coming during January? Well, first I'm happy that John is uh, joining us. I think he's a very uh, very good defender, Scottish uh, international player. I think it's very important for us. We also keep our Scottish identity. He fits perfect in that role. So I'm happy that he will join us uh, for the next season. Yeah, we will have to wait what, uh, what will happen uh, this window still, but as far as I know, uh, we welcome John uh, in the summer. I love that from the Dutchman saying we keep our Scottish identity. But John Suter, great signing for Rangers. Yeah, I think it's a very good signing. Um, no doubt he's, he's had a tough couple of years um, prior to this season with the, the Achilles injury Davey will tell you a horrendous injury he, he get he's come back and he's looked really strong um, he's come back physically stronger always knew he was a real good footballer Paul um, but he's he's got better as a defender um, and obviously made his Scotland debut and scored so I think it's a real good piece of business um, from Rangers um, but listen the proof will be in the pudding yeah. when he moves to Rangers because it's it'll be totally different there'll be a lot of pressure on him and it'll be interesting to see if he can handle it but if you're asking my opinion I think he looks like a, a tough character and I think he will be able to handle it but listen we'll wait and see until we, he puts on that Rangers shirt So to Barry's right proof of the pudding I mean in Edinburgh you got away with what three good games out of five mm. not in Glasgow uh, he's going to find it really tough Every um, game Yeah I mean the standard is just the expectation the demand from the supporters is, is something that he'll never have experienced but he's got he's got the feet to, to go and do it I think What about Nathan Patterson who's gone since we last saw you Barry here's GVB speaking about the transfer to Everton Of course we are happy with uh, the move Nathan had I think it's a very good move for him you know he joins a very strong league at a young age so I'm really happy for Nathan of course also uh, was good for the club because of the financial package we uh, will receive there is a transfer uh, budget we have for this window so we're looking in you know might adding some uh, a player to the squad for for the balance as well if it's uh, gonna happen I don't know but uh, we just have to wait uh, how it will develop in the coming weeks what do you make of it weaker without him well, if you look at it overall, Paul, you've not played a lot of football no. this season. I think if you sixteen million pound, I think it's a, a brilliant package. Um, I know that's no what they'll get. I think up front was it nine or ten million pound yeah. up front. I still think it's a good fee. I don't like to see any top young player leave your game, but listen, that that's the way it is up here. Of of a Premier League team down in England shows an interest in their young players they've got the financial muscle to go and buy them so it'll be interesting to see how Nathan does I really like him I think he's got everything to be a top right back he remembers me uh, Alan Hutton I don't know mm -hmm. if you remember when I played with Alan Hutton and for that six months he was unplayable Alan Hutton and he got his £9 million or so moved to, to Tottenham and I can see similarities with, with young Nathan um, as I said disappointing to see a a really good young player go, but on the other hand, it's good to see another Scott in the Premier League because um, we spoke about John McGinn earlier on the show. He's down there flourishing. McTominay, Andy Robertson, Kieran Tierney. So I think this is the most we've had in the Premier League in a long, long time. 
the manager who signed him has gone already, Davey, as yeah. you well know, Rafa Benitez. Um, how do you think that'll affect him? I'm also thinking about Duncan Ferguson there involved. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think uh, Benitez' dismissal will affect him too much. I think he would have second-guessed that Benitez was running out of road anyway. Um, I think he probably assumed that he'd be playing for another manager, talking about uh, Martinez coming in uh, t- tonight. I, I, you know, I, I don't think it really makes too much of a difference who comes in. Um, the boy will get by on his ability. And it sounds a bit strange to say that any Scottish club could sell a player for 10 million and not be weaker but I think Rangers have pulled it off because they've got Tavernier um, very unusual to get that kind of hard cash for, for a backup player I know the potential is, is huge but you know I think Rangers have got themselves a really good bit of uh, business here if they get to 16 and I think they will eventually but you know to, 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 buy, to get themselves that kind of money and it also gives Van Bronckhorst a bit of leeway in the transfer window what was left of it. Good bit of business all in. Football's back tonight. It's uh, 5.30 here in Glasgow. It's 4.30 in the morning in Adelaide in Australia. That's where we're going next. Phil is on the line, a Rangers fan. Phil, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you, guys? Yeah, we're good. Thank you. You're up. What are you doing up at this time? <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> it's just in for a night. Huh? <laughs> 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 nah, no night out. Just uh, yeah, no, nah, just uh, just up early. Just hoping to come on. Just had something that was good, man. Just sort of uh, going through my mind. Yep. What do you want to ask, Davy and Barry? Uh, so uh, it, it just appears to be something that's sort of uh, gaining some traction over social media again. Uh, just about having having the old firm join join sort of uh, down south in England and. You know, it's been 37 years since the team outside of, of the old firm have won the league. Um, and just wondering whether you ever think it will happen um, with with both the old firm uh, going into playing the sort of English football system. Mm. What do you think, Phil? Would you like to see it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to see. Obviously, there's so many factors uh, taken into consideration with it all. Um but, but I mean, yeah, would would love to see yeah both sides, you know, coming up against quadly opposition, sort of uh, each week, um, you know, with obviously the massive support for for both the old firm mm-hmm. teams. I think uh, England should really be uh, crying out for it, really. Davy, you're at the sharp end. You know, you're still with Sky as well. Do you think it is going to happen? Let's say in the next five years. I think it will happen eventually. Yeah, I think I think money will talk eventually. I don't think the European Super League is 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 dead, and I, I think if if that um, comes back into play, I, I think that will affect the Premiership in England, mm. the Premier League in England, uh, and I think eventually there could be an opportunity. Money always talks, and I think the natural habitat for the old firm. I think they're too big for Scottish football. They also create a, a dominance up here that isn't always healthy for our game. And I think that is a natural progression for them. To, I, I, don't ask me how it's going to happen sure. or when it's going to happen, but I think money will talk and, and they will end up there at some stage. But is that the thinking that if, let's say, the Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, are they've got more commitments in European, in the new league, would they still have a presence in the English league? Not sure or, how it works, yeah. I mean, whether, sure. you, whether the, the, the Super League could possibly... I, I don't see any way it, it can work within the auspices of UEFA. Mm-hmm. Um, UEFA obviously tried to strangle it and was successful at strangling it at birth. 
but it'll come back. There are too many big players, too many big clubs, and too much money involved here. And that, the effect that has on the, the, the Premier League in England, I think might create opportunities for the old firm. Barry, you played in Scotland, you played in England as well. Can you see your old club going into a new English league or a British league or some new European? I mean, would I like to see it happen? I, I'll be honest, I think if Rangers and Celtic, it did happen for them. I think give them five years and I think they would be challenging for the title because Rangers and Celtic are bigger mm -hmm. than the clubs down there, apart from probably Man United, mm -hmm. would I say. Um, but my only worry is if both Rangers and Celtic left the Scottish game, what would happen to our clubs up here? I don't think TV would be interested and um, I think our clubs would suffer financially, Paul. But we've got the B already. You know, I know mm -hmm. it's in the lower league, but this season there's a Celtic B, there's a Rangers B. Yep. Is that maybe the model that there's a kind of younger team that somewhere in the Scottish divisions that there's still a, a Rangers Yeah, but the Celtic? problem they've got with the Rangers being the Celtic B, they're, they're not allowed to get promoted yep. out of the Lowland League, um, which I, I find um, strange. I think they've got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. They allowed them to come into the Lowland League if they go and win it, let them get promoted. But obviously they can't get into the Premier League, but let them try and um, get through the, the leagues because I think it would be a great experience for the, the young players playing against um, senior pros. But Phil, it must drive you uh, crazy that you see the gap now with you know the big English clubs getting over 100 million a year for TV rights and, and your club, Rangers, gets maybe, what, 3 million? I don't know exactly what it is at I the moment. I think it's even as much as that. Not? That, that's, the, that's the gap the only way is to get control of your TV rights in the future Phil th that we can see no, it, exactly it's um, yeah like like sort of Barry was saying I think both sides of the old firm will certainly be able to compete um, you know with that sort of top six if we have the sort of correct money um, behind us but Sorry about the croaky voice. It is uh, very early in the yeah, morning indeed. and did yeah. just wake up. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when um, you think, see games like tonight and tomorrow, I mean, these are terrific ties though, aren't they? Aberdeen against Rangers tomorrow at Petaudry. Celtic against Hibs 60,000. Can we get more of the Scottish teams in this new... I mean, look, we don't know just now. We don't know what the shape of it's going to be. But I suppose here I'm defending the Scottish game. You've both said it. There's some great games here. Yeah, well, I'll always defend the Scottish game. And you've just said it there, Paul. Celtic, Hibs. At Celtic Park tonight, 60,000. It's a brilliant game. Rangers against Aberdeen going up at Pitaudry, a place that I always enjoy going. <laughs> the crowd would be right on you all the time. Um, so they're two fantastic games and we have got real good games up here. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Phil, what do you think tomorrow night and tonight? Can we ask you, what's your prediction? Do you think Celtic will stay, well, we'll go three points closer to Rangers and then tomorrow, Rangers at Pitaudry? What do you reckon? Uh, well, I reckon. For, oh, I reckon. Hopefully, uh, maybe a maybe a head spin tonight. Right. Um, I don't think that's any uh, surprise coming from Rangers supporter. <laughs> but uh, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, I reckon. Um, look for a Rotonia win for Rangers. Mm -hmm. And Phil, do you have a view on the Djokovic situation? There's been so much about it here. You know, it's been the lead story. One of the lead stories in a, a busy weekend. What's the feeling of people overall? Do you think the Australian government has done the right thing? Uh, oh, I don't. Can't be too political on on an answer, sort of there. But yeah, um, yeah it's yeah, it's a hard one. But I guess it was just something a little bit different from uh, coronavirus over here in Australia to have on the news each day. 
Yeah, it's been around for so long. Phil, thanks very much for joining <laughs> us. We'll speak to you soon. Cheers. No worries. Thank thanks, you. Guys. Phil there in Adelaide. David, you spent some time in Australia. I know you really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know what you still don't know what he's doing up at this time. Know, what is he up to? Nice. Because his wife knows the, it. The Go Radio <laughs> Football Show <laughs> with the Taxi Centre. Brilliant. He's tuned in for us. Brilliant. So that's the furthest uh, away. Fourth in the year. See what happens when you two are on the Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mark Guidi would have been with us, but I think he was down. He was spotted uh, yesterday at West Ham against Leeds United. So, um, yep. Well, I, I watched that game. I was I was looking forward to because I think yep. David Moyes has done a brilliant job. West Ham, I've been really excited to watch, but I was disappointed in West mm -hmm. Ham yesterday. Um, I expected a lot more, but a great result for Leeds. That's what happens. They're missing so many players and um, they deserved it. But very unlike West Ham, yep. some mm -hmm. of their defending was... was um, no like them but Leeds United for me deserved it the big news yesterday was with Rafa Benitez going so what about is it going to be your old pal Duncan Ferguson that who will take charge now maybe for the next four or five games maybe till the end of the season well I think that would be the a popular choice amongst the, the Everton fans because um, I think it's a club that looks totally disconnected the fans ain't happy listen big dunk um He's an absolute hero, but a lot of people going about Big Dunk being a hard man or whatever, but people need to remember he's been a coach now for, mm -hmm. I think, six or seven years. He's got all his, his badges. I think now might be the opportunity for, for Dunk to take over, even if it's until the, the end of the season. You just look at the, some of the results he had yep. um, before Benitez took over. Had some good results. That looked if the players really played for him. Um, and they're talking about Duncan Ferguson and Leighton Baines, who's a coach there mm -hmm. as well. So... He's an ex-player who, who um, had a great career at Everton, so I think it would be a wise choice by Everton. David, he did well, didn't he, before Ancelotti yeah. came in as well. Um, it's a tough, I tough remember. job. I, I really don't know what the solution is at that club, but if you look at the managers, you know, who who have struggled, you know, Martinez, Allardyce, Koeman, yeah. now Benitez, yeah. you wonder what, who or what it's going to take to turn that club around because the, the, the potential is, is amazing that... They're in the process, they've gone now planning consent for the new ground, so it would be a great chance for, for a, a manager to go in there and, and be part of the, the, the future for Everton. But they've suffered for, since David Moyes left. Yeah. They've yeah. never replaced yeah. him for me. Well, his name's been mentioned, and of course they've asked for permission to speak to the Belgian FA about uh, Roberto Martinez, but Barry, you were talking I, about I, that. I find it strange, because yeah. I, mean, I was watching Sky Sports today, mm. um, and I Not think like it was you. six or seven games that when Martinez was, was in charge they were they, the fans had banners Martinez out so I, I find that strange look I think David Moyes would be I think Everton mm. fans would love that um, but look, he's doing a fantastic job albeit with a bad result yesterday sure. but mm. I think um, if Everton used their head went for somebody like David Moyes I think the Everton fans would be over the moon with that Davey if you were uh, the owner, would you go for? Yeah, yeah, bring I think him it's, back? A, it's a great yeah. show. David Moyes all day long. Um, there is still, a, I think, a, some Everton supporters who haven't forgiven him. For and, going to Man yeah, United? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he had to take them. You don't turn down Man yeah. United, mm. but it's such an emotional club. It's one of these mm. clubs where they don't forgive you. <laughs> Just need to look at the reception Wayne Rooney used to get when he came back and he earned Everton a fortune uh, when he went to Man U. But, but Moyes, he would, he would be perfect fit. 
That's you, right up to date so far. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. I see Burnley are looking for a postponement of their game as well. But we are now winding up towards Celtic against Hibs, 7.45 tonight. The Go Radio Football Show with the thetaxicentre.com Don't miss out on huge savings on your new taxi. Available exclusively to the taxi trade. Let's go! Yeah, the football's back tonight. The Singe Premiership Celtic against Hibs. This time tomorrow night we'll be getting ready for Ross County against Motherwell, Livingston against Dundee, Hearts up against St Johnson, Dundee United at home to St Mirren, and match of the night tomorrow at Pataudry, Aberdeen against Rangers. Rangers uh, after the break, seven games on the trot, all wins, six points clear of Celtic. Celtic's record was really good as well. They only lost one game, and that was to Bayer Leverkusen, but they won or drew every other one, two draws. So it's shaping up well for the run-in to the season. Fans are back tonight, and Ange Postacoglu has been speaking about the return of the supporters. It's great for the game. Um, there wouldn't be a person involved in football who wouldn't welcome uh, that, and I think it shows that clubs took the right course of action the league took the right course of action we understood why the the government had to do what it did at that time but as to as i said at the time i thought it was quite logical with the natural break that the, the that our season has that other leagues don't have it would have been ludicrous to to try and play through that without crowds and like i said give ourselves at least an opportunity and 12 players he brought in after coming in in what july it was remarkable and uh Three more Japanese, obviously Kyogo, Jota have done brilliantly, Abada as well. Um, he's talking about the players that have come in. How does he feel about the squad? Does he need any more in the next two weeks? I mean, unless something extraordinary comes along or you know something happens within the existing squad that means we, we need to move. But as we speak right now, there is no other offers or people I've spoken to. So if you, the, the 20 names that come out tomorrow are all lies. <laughs> Davy, it's been quite a remarkable story, isn't it? Uh, Ange yeah. Postacoglu since he arrived. What do you make of the, the squad and what he's done? What about him himself? Well, he's he's yeah. done brilliantly because um, he inherited such a, a poor hand of cards, didn't he? Came in late, had to isolate himself, didn't know half the players, lost, I don't know how many players in the summer. Um, absolute shambles he inherited. And I think the, you know, the target was always to try and keep in touch with the top of the league get to the winter break and then get a bit of help off the board. He's delivered and now I'm delighted to say the board have delivered as well. I, I do think he needs one more window before you can judge him properly. Um, I think if Celtic were to come up short this season, I don't think it would be wholly surprising. He needs a, a little bit more time in another window, but he's done brilliantly to keep Celtic in the hunt. You, and we know you feel that Carl Starfelt has struggled. He got I don't think, I don't think he was Postacoglu signing. I don't think Postacoglu yeah. would have known too much about him. I think I think he inherited that signing, you could effectively say. But certainly his judgment elsewhere has, has been really good. And I just, I just hope Celtic find the money um, to, to get Jota in permanently. Um, maybe Carter Vickers as well. Uh, it's, it's just good to see the Celtic board spending a few quid now. Barry, Carter Vickers around the £6 million mark. Do you think Celtic would, would you pay? Yeah, that? but if it's that figure, five or £6 million, mm. yes. Uh, I heard just before Christmas... 10 million was, was quoted. I don't think he would go to that for Carter Vickers, but I, I do think over the period of time he's got better and better, uh, Carter Vickers. And I think uh, long term, I think if Julian does come back, um, I think that'll be the, the partnership. But you can't hang your hat on Julian. He's been out for a long, long time. You need to 
bide your time and, and give them a bit of time to get back um, up to speed. Um, but it is important that um, they do get Julian back because he, he has been a big miss and, and Starfelt has struggled at times. There's, there's no doubt in my mind about that. After this game tonight, uh, Celtic will be thinking about Alloa, your own team, uh, at this at the weekend. But that's your next game. What are you thinking now about Celtic uh, for this game and, and how you approach it? I see the club kept it at your own ground and I think that's a yeah, good move. Yeah, we had a choice to yeah. move it. Yeah. We, we had a choice to... I think we could have went to Falkirk Stadium, mm-hmm. which holds seven or 8,000. We could have went to Airdrie Stadium, which holds the same, but we've decided to keep it at our stadium. Um, and it's brilliant for the town and uh, obviously the businesses round about the town. Um, so I think the chairman's made the, the, the right move there. And in terms of Celtic, listen... I'm not going to say oh, but it's all about us enjoying yeah. the occasion. Listen, we're going to go out <laughs> and try and come up with um, some sort of game plan to try and frustrate Celtic. And um, hopefully we can come up with that plan. And if we do, you never know it's the Scottish Cup. Paul, well, I've seen crazy results happen um, previous. So we'll just need to wait and see what happens. But I'm hopeful that Celtic do bring their, their strongest team. Because um, that's what you want. You want your players to come up against the best and certainly Celtic have got some of the, the best players in Scotland you'll come up against your, your old teammate Joe Hart although I see Scott Bain has signed a, a long term mm. deal two and a half years with Celtic but it'd be good to see Joe Hart again your former colleague yeah it'd be good yeah. to see him and obviously uh, Mike Manis who was um, an ex-teammate of yeah. mine at, at Scotland as well Steve course, McManus yeah. so yeah listen um, I'll need to wear a set of, set of earmuffs right, um, right enough because <laughs> I think I'll be getting Absolute hammered um, for most of the game. But listen, it's a brilliant occasion. As I said, it's brilliant for us as a club to come up against um, a team like Celtic and we'll look forward to it. And it's live on TV as well, which mm. makes it even better. Davey, they go on about it in the FA Cup, the romance yeah. of the Cup. And yeah. Maybe not so much here, but there have been uh, shock upsets. It's one of the great things though, isn't it? When Aloha in the first division can play Celtic. And I'm glad they haven't moved. Good, you know, good yeah. on Mike Mulraney, mm. um, who could have taken the money. Uh, I think it's great. I'm not sure he should actually be allowed to, to move the game. It's it's part of the whole thing, isn't it? Um, I, I don't think it would be the same cup tie if if Barry had moved the, the game to, to Falkirk. It wouldn't be the same. It's Alloa at home on their own pitch against Celtic and that's, that's what makes it. Yeah, and, and listen, I, I think he's um, thinking the right way for the business as well. Pubs, mm. know had a lot of business over the last... Um, while we, we COVID shops or whatever people might come and grab a bite eat so no I think the chairman you've got to applaud the chairman we, we're keeping the game um, and that's the beauty of the cup you want they want them to come to your home ground um, look money's great every club needs yeah. money but um, I think the club and the chairman's come up with the right decision to keep it at, at our pitch and the clubs have lost so much money you know over the period of COVID that we need the big crowds back you've got a list of sponsors there that you want to mention Barry but we'll maybe do that in the podcast later but it is cup football Davey you remember that when you went to town but you remember with Scotland we they made a mistake Wales made a mistake taking it from Swansea or Cardiff and they played us at Anfield yeah that was crazy wasn't it yep. absolutely mental it's a great example actually of the folly of moving a game isn't mm-hmm. it um Never forget that night at Anfield. Martin Buckingham cross, Kenny, front post. 
Big Joe still hasn't told us whether he handled the ball or not. <laughs> Never will. <laughs> no, sworn to secrecy. Huge year coming up as well. So are we on the way to Qatar? And the news is that the yellow cards accrued earlier have been wiped out. So that's the that's the good news for the World Cup qualifiers. But more about that as we head towards March, because tonight we're less than two hours, an hour forty-five before kickoff. Celtic against Hibs. Have you been asked for many tickets? For the game, you can imagine. <laughs> yep, um, I've not yep. been in here for what four weeks, yep. and you know what happened when I walked straight <laughs> through that door. A producer was right on to me, so no, I've I've sorted yep. people out with tickets. Um, so listen, I don't mind doing that. It's a it's a brilliant it's a brilliant occasion for for us as a as a team because um, we've not had the best seasons. I'll be honest, we in the league we've we've had some real poor results, and I'm not going to use excuses in terms of COVID or injuries. Still think we've we've had good enough players to to get results, but unfortunately we've no. Um, we picked up a, a decent point at the weekend. Queens Park, um, but yeah. listen, we'll need to be we'll need to um, be bang on it. And, and Saturday when when Celtic come coming to town could be Jota. Will he be fit to be in the squad? The management's been it's been speaking about the Portuguese star who lit up. Scottish football in the month, especially of what September, October into November. Yeah, it's good to have him back. Like I said, he's one of the ones we, who obviously you know was, was out sort of medium to long term, but he's he's rehabbed really well. Um, and and uh, you know joined in uh, training uh, today. Um, he's been training, but joining in sort of team training. And uh, yeah, we'll see. He won't he won't be far off if it's not Monday. We we expect him sort of over the next uh, couple of weeks to to be available. And um, yeah, like I said, he's he's rehabbed really well and he feels pretty good. So talks were going on in Portugal a week ago Davey that would be a huge signing for Celtic if they can get him Yeah I think it's encouraging because it would appear that for whatever reason Benfica aren't very keen to take him back they, they seem to be quite keen to sell him so you know that that might help Celtic in terms of getting a deal done it's a lot of money um, you know in, in this environment particularly after Covid uh, clubs have all lost money but if Celtic could could find the, the door to, to get Jota in, it would be not only is he a terrific player He's, he's a typical Celtic wide player, if you like. He gets people off their seats. Yeah, I, I think it'll, I think it's a no-brainer. Um, I, I said away at the start when he had a good start to the season. Let's see if he can keep that level of consistency. And one thing he did do, he, he performed week in, week out, and he, he brought goals to his game. Um, so I think Celtic would be crazy if they... They, they would, I think they'll need to try and get a, a deal sorted because he's became a, a cult hero with the Celtic fans. As Davey says, Davey's better than, there's nobody better than Davey, obviously been a wide player. Um, and that's what Celtic fans like. They like their wide players. But he's certainly been a, a good capture. And what is it, six million, six yeah. and a half mm-hmm. million? I think if he comes and he does as well, if Celtic do sign him and he continues that sort of form, you're looking at you can double that in a short period of time what about the word last week that Martin Boyle we know he's wanted in Saudi Arabia and I think they're coming in again but he's also been linked with Celtic could you see that happening given that they've got Abada they've got Forrest and Jota I like Martin Boyle I know you do I, I, yeah. I, I really like him um, and again I think he's a, a player that's improved wage mm-hmm. I don't know what Davy thinks I, I, honestly I remember at Dundee and I wasn't sure of him but I think he's came to Hibs and he's certainly um, when he's played through the middle he's been a, a, a real threat mm-hmm. and Seen the, the Saudi Arabian team mm-hmm. that's come in, it's life changing money. Um, look, I, I'm sure he earns a good salary at Hibs, but mm-hmm. in terms of the money he would earn over there, um, that would set him up for life. So he's got a big decision to make over the next couple of weeks. But in terms of Celtic and Rangers, that's the type of player you should go for because he, 
when he's on form, he is a match winner, Martin Boyle. Davy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good enough to play for Celtic. The, the question would be, have Celtic got enough wide players as it is? Mm. Is he markedly better than, than what Celtic have already got? Not sure he is. He's probably as good. But I, I just don't see Celtic adding to their wage bill for that particular position when I think there are one or two other positions, particularly centre-back, where Celtic could do better. Great, the football's back. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With Taxi Trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with The Taxi Centre. Visit their showroom in Darnley, Glasgow to test drive your new taxi. Let's go! 14 days to go of the transfer window 2022, the January version. 16 days before Celtic against Rangers at Celtic Park tonight. All roads leading to the East End. It's Celtic against Hibs this evening. Six points in it, as you know. We'll keep you right up today. We'll give you the Celtic team news very soon. And the Hibs lineup as well. Sean Maloney returns to well the scene of so many successes for him. But he's manager now of Hibernian. Hibs coming to town. Repeat of the League Cup final. Yep, there's been one trophy so far taken by Celtic. GVB in charge at Rangers, six points clear. Ange Postacoglu. I mean, both managers, Barry, they've got a lot to be pleased about in their early times with the two clubs. Yeah, in, in terms of Rangers, Gio will be delighted with the, the, the start that he's made. Um, obviously, Rangers were, I wouldn't say struggling, but they were conceding mm. goals. He's made them more solid. Um, they're still a threat going forward. Um, so I think overall he'll be happy with his, his start to his managerial career at Rangers but now that needs to continue um, and in terms of Postacoglu the, the amount of change he's had to make and I think if you'd asked um, him at the start of the season come the, the start of the, the winter break um, only six points behind Rangers would they be happy? Look, you're never happy to be yeah. behind but I think there's still a real title race on there's no doubt in my mind. Um, I think I, I think January, sorry, February the second. Mm. That's a big, that's a massive game. That's a crunch game. Whoever wins that, if Rangers win that, if both of them leading up to that win all their games, Rangers could go nine points. But you just need to wait to see what happens over the next couple of weeks. But in terms of both managers, I think they'll be they'll be happy with the the, the start they've made at both clubs. Rangers very much the favourites but Davey do you feel it's still well it's still possible for your old club for Celtic mm. to do it but they just can't slip up they, they have to win the old firm game and I'm assuming I'm assuming that it's a dangerous assumption that they'll beat Hibs tonight and they'll beat Dundee United um, and that would open up the, the old firm game uh, perfectly for, for, for Celtic home full house um, but, it, but it, it's a must win and I think Rangers you know I, I think there's I think a lot of Celtic supporters are almost assuming that they're going to win the old firm game. Are they? Yeah. Um, I think mm-hmm. there's a real optimism in the Celtic camp and I think Rangers probably just sitting back, you know, holding fire, thinking, oh, very good. You know, um, it might be, you know, it might be the old rope-a-dope trick here for, for Rangers who've done it before at Celtic Park. 
we've got a new name for it you're both on that night aren't you we're, we're going to do it on the Wednesday night we'll be on the late edition that night we're on to your agents at the moment as we speak is that your birthday, it's my birthday. Oh, are you going to spend it with us I'll yeah. be on I'll be on <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a special cake for you uh, let's go on the line Craig is on Craig good evening Ah, uh, good evening Paul uh, Barry uh, David how you doing yeah, yeah good, good thanks yeah doing, football Craig? back so we're we're excited I know you're looking forward to Aberdeen Rangers tomorrow night uh, what's your what's your feeling about this game tomorrow Absolutely, I can't listen. Firstly, I just can't wait. I'm, I'm so happy to have football, you know, to have it back. You know, the big boys are yeah. back. Um, obviously, I know the whole leagues were played, and being a couple of lad, I always have, you know, a, a vested interest in how well Clyde are doing, but yeah. it's not the same. Um, so it's, it's it's terrific, and you know, even tonight, I'll have that game on the on the the radio, and yeah. hope Higgs mm. does a wee favour. But I think, yeah, these games actually, I, I think it's fell almost quite perfectly that these are the games come back to because I actually think if you look at the games Rangers and Celtic are both playing between now and the old firm mm-hmm. these two are the most likely ones that if they were going to drop points that they would be in you know Hibs even going to Celtic Park ain't going to be easy yep. Rangers tomorrow I mean Pataudry listen I've been up there to watch a game of football it's not always easy conditions to watch in mm-hmm. I mean playing so um, it's you know it'll be a tough game and I expect nothing less but um I don't think could could we have asked for for two better games to to get back you know started back way again? I, I don't think so. I think I think we agree. Um, here's Sean Maloney speaking about tonight's game. This is his first time in charge back at Celtic, and he's missing two big players, um, again and Porteous. I think Paul's uh, complained numerous positions, so that's that's it is difficult missing out with Paul. And I think Ryan's very similar, and he's been excellent, really, in both games for me. He's a real talent at that centre-back position, centre-back, right centre-back in a three, middle centre-back of a three. No, Ryan's, Ryan uh, and Paul are a big miss. Obviously, we hope this is, uh, this, this is something that won't happen too often, because we really need these players. And Ryan, in particular, I think, has to now show the talent that he has on the pitch. He's very, very talented, and it's something that we have to, to help him through. Um, and I want to see him on the pitch as much as often. And uh, for your own team, Etan is back in town. Barry, how do you feel about that? I wonder what Craig feels. Etan, brought well, back. It's a wonderful opportunity for him mm-hmm. to come and from now until the end of the season and go and show the manager that he's worthy at least getting in the squad or getting a, a starting place. Because um, he, he's done well when he was across to Germany. Obviously, a door opened when Defoe left. So... Um, it's a real opportunity. I've I've not seen enough of Itton to to convince me that he's he's going to be a, a top Rangers player. I've seen signs he's scored a few decent goals, but listen, he can now go in day in day out, show the manager and train him what he's all about, and try and force his way into the starting eleven because he's a different forward to Morelos, to Sakala, to Kmar Roof. Um, so it's a real opportunity for him he, he go and show the manager he's good enough to play with Rangers so I think it's a good piece of business with Gio bringing him back Davy. Yeah you... I mean a, a really good focal point centre forward mm-hmm. if you like um, I, I can see I can see why Rangers have brought him back Roof gets an awful lot of injuries mm-hmm. um, maybe too many um, Morelis you've got to say and this is one of the things that Van Bronckhorst deserves credit for not only has he won all the games since he came back in He's got Ryan Kent looking like his former self and he's got Morelis looking like a proper player as well. But you can never have enough uh, cover. Ask any manager. The you know, directors will see it differently. They're probably quite happy to get him out on loan, get some of his wages paid. But Van Bronckhorst will, will take as much cover as he can get and Itten, I think, gives him good cover. Craig, what do you think of Itten? 
I listen, I'm I'm quite happy for us to have him back. Um, I actually can I just say I called this. You know, I absolutely called mm-hmm. this. I said just over a week ago, I think I was on, and I was speaking to Mark Guidi. He was, and I said I felt we needed another striker in there to to buffer it up because you know it was clear that Defoe was obviously not. You know, he was clearing his way out, and I did say if we weren't going to buy one, then we'd you know I'd, I'd bring Eaton back because yeah. I don't think actually when you look at his loan spell anyway, I, I don't think Reiser first was the right loan move for him because clearly there never worked. I think he scored twice, but he's yeah. he's playing in a team where they cannot buy results at all at the moment, and he's not much. You look at the quality we've got compared to them. He's going to be playing with. It's a level up the players he'll be playing with, and I think he, yeah. that might spur him on. I just hope if he can transfer the form that he seems to put in when we play Motherwell because he loves that fixture and the other games, mm-hmm. then I think we'll be fine. But it's good to have that option there because Roof seems to be getting injured more often than not these days when he does play. He's good. Morelos is sitting form, and I think Sakala's got a wee bit to go yet, but I think he is yeah. getting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, James is on a, a, a Motherwell fan who's on you just mentioned Motherwell there Craig stay with us James good evening how you doing guys good how are you are you uh, are you disappointed in the news that the deal looks to have been done Tony Watt on his way to Dundee United well I think if uh, Motherwell if we get £100,000 uh, then I guess it's a good bit of business yeah because uh, just like Souter for the next six months they're going to be looking after themselves and not throwing themselves into tackles and you know it's almost impossible, isn't it? Because, you know, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Barry, you were saying, though, about Tony Watt, he'd kind of found his club. Yeah, I, I, I've got to be honest with you. I thought um, Muddle suited him. Um, and you've seen that in his form. Um, thought he looked back to his best, scoring some fantastic goals, looked really fit. Um, but this is... Uh, it's a better contract financially. Mm. I think Dundee United uh, have got a bigger budget than Muddle. Which is hard on Muddle because I think they've done a really good job with, 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 with Tony Watt. But at the end of the day, a footballer's got a short career. Um, this is probably his last big contract. And I've, I'm just reading there. Um, he years. signed a contract to 2025, so it's a good bit of security for him. So, um, look, he's going to be a big miss for, for Muddle, no doubt about it, because he's, um, he, he's been fantastic for them, certainly this season. Um, and as I said, I think Muddle was good for Tony Watt. But also, Tony Watt was good for Muddle. And James, what about your team? You'll be coming up against Rangers uh, and Celtic. Uh, can you challenge? Because after a tough start to the season, Graham Alexander's got you in a good position. Well, that's, I mean, that's the reason I called in. I was listening to the guy from Australia uh, mm-hmm. and he was talking about the whole England thing, Rangers and Celtic. And then you hear ex old firm players you know, deciding that. Rainbow Rangers and Celtic in Scotland means uh, the game collapses and I guess if you're not an old Firm fan then you've got a completely different view. Mm-hmm. You're seeing a whole new competition open up. Because yeah, uh, for, I mean, for most non-old Firm fans, the way they see it is uh, Rangers and Celtic are taking all the TV money anyway so they, they don't see much of the TV money. The only thing they bring to the table is the way fans. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure teams could survive and end with a, com- a competitive league. There's something to fill. Because right now, uh, there's not many people interested in the league unless you're an old firm fan. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't sound too uh, uh, critical. We've got two players here and we've got uh, Craig, a Rangers fan as well. Davey, I mean, the Motherwell's 
they do bring a lot to it. It's not an easy uh, subject. We're not sure what the answer is. No, I mean, um, if you take the old firm out of the league, the league is going to struggle, no question about it. And yes, it would be more competitive and we need a more competitive mm -hmm. league. But commercially, it, it wouldn't be in the same ballpark. And I, I think that would be no good thing for the Scottish game in general. Um, but listen, if the old firm ever get the chance to, to to get into the English Premier League, you will not see them for dust. They won't be thinking about the Scottish League. Barry? Yeah, that, that's what I said. Yep. My, my mm -hmm. concern is for the other clubs financially. How would the how would the would they be okay with the sponsorship? Would people want to come up and sponsor your league? No, I, I know there's still good teams here and still good players, but that's um, I, I just don't Barry, think it I... would work. I, honestly, James, I don't think people would want to come and sponsor the Scottish game, and that's my worry. But do you? Do you think we've got an attractive game as it is? Is it marketed just now? Because I don't think we market enough. I don't think we do enough for the game. Unless you're an old firm fan, it's it's no it's not an attractive league to sell. Craig, what's your view on it? Me for example, right? Motherwell fan used to go to the games week in week out, and maybe the last five or seven years, I just I more or less just gave up on it. Type thing because it's Two horse race. I mean, uh, there's nothing. There's nothing to see. You know, is the cup games that's why you'll notice attendances at cup games will just shoot right up because there's something. There's some. Mm -hmm. There's a carrot. You know. Craig, what do you feel on this as a Rangers fan? Listen, uh, me personally, I, I I wouldn't want to see Rangers head head. I think what we actually need are the relevant authorities. You know, the SFAs, the SPFLs to to actually, you know battle the, the corner for Scottish football a bit more. I don't think they do enough, especially when it comes to the television deals and stuff. You know, you look at the Sky Sports deal, it's this great big money deal and yet actually you're lucky if you get a game every couple of weeks and sometimes you go three, four weeks with absolutely nothing. Um, and when you look at, you get some absolute barnstormers in, in the ASPL mm -hmm. and I think the other thing people need to remember as well, look, Rangers and Celtic are the big guns, but look at Aberdeen and Dundee United, Motherwell's, Hearts, Hibernians, these are clubs who've also got fantastic histories and have, you know, a few of them have even had their own say uh, in European football history as well. You know, you look at Dundee United Cup finalists, yeah. Aberdeen, you know, Winners, yeah. winning cut. So it's, yeah, so I can't, you can't discount that and, and it would be unfair to them and, and their history and their impact in Scottish football to, for that to happen from, from my perspective as a Rangers and I think it's just about get better investment filter down to those clubs and level the playing field that's how you get it more competitive not by removing Rangers and Celtic but you guys are winners you were in the game to win and you won James's point is they're not going to win the league nobody else has won the league apart from Rangers or Celtic for how many years did we say earlier on 30 odd years so if you're not you're in it to win it and if you don't I take James's point there and if uh, the old firm well James go, just says he's not been back yes yeah. uh, that's what you said James isn't it you've not been back for 5 or 6 years because I pick, I pick and choose my games Barry as I okay. say like the yeah. cup games is, there's something to play for so that's why you'll see a spike in attendances mm -hmm. for every team I mean, to be fair John Boyle tried to close the gap didn't he remember he had mm -hmm. John Spencer Spence. Andy Gorham mm -hmm. Jed Brannan Sean Teal he really pushed the boat out in terms of wages and they couldn't sustain it. And more's a pity because at that time it was terrific to go to Fur Park and see these players. You know, Mother would much better chance at that time of beating either old firm club. Not so much now. David, David, if you go back before that, before John Boyle was throwing money about, uh, 
Ali McLeish, when he was, I think it was his first or second season at Motherwell, finished five points behind Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. So uh, that was without the money. But I don't know what was different then, but the, it's, it's plain to see that the gaps just got bigger and bigger. But there's some good football, Barry. You always say that, the quality of it, but we don't seem to sell it well I, enough. I don't yeah. think we promote our game enough. Yep. Paul, that, that's my, my opinion. I think we can do a lot more to try and get more money to come into our game. And I don't think the powers above do enough. James, tomorrow night, Ross County against Motherwell. You're going to keep the, the wins coming, although that's a tough game at Dingwall. What do you reckon? Well, they're fighting for the likes just now, aren't they? So, Motherwell, you can never guess what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll go a few games with good results and then they'll go to Ross County and they could get beat 3-0 quite easily. It wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. And Tony Watt has signed <laughs> for Dundee United. I know you can never tell. What would you say about Tony Watt? Um, how you remember him as a motherboard player? Great player. Really good player. And uh, I don't think uh, most of the motherboard fans will, they'll be not have Jones in the season goal because... He's been a good servant and scored a lot of goals. As I say, I just hope that they can get maybe 100k plus just for that six months that he's going to, they're going to miss him. Because we, we, we could be pushing for a European place as well. Mm-hmm. Along with Arts and Hubs. Yeah. That's a problem getting a replacement, isn't it? You yeah. lose Tony Watt and Motherwell don't have the money to go and no. buy mm-hmm. a like-for-like replacement. Of course. Um, and that, that's, that's a big problem, you know, in terms of Motherwell competing. They, mm-hmm. they don't have the money. And look at St. Johnson, they need a striker, don't they? You know, they're, I mean, goals, that's why it's the, it's the hardest position to, to fill. St. Johnson? Yep. The signed? Shifty. Yeah, uh, of course, yeah. Big Nadir, yep. that's right. They got Chris Kane, Stephen yep. May, you wonder, sure. you wonder why they're struggling so much. Yeah, they need goals. James, I, I think Mother yeah. have done the, the right thing. They've, they've, they've looked at the bigger picture and thought, right, do you know what, mm. we're better getting something in the now and losing Tony Watt for nothing at the end of the season, of plus I'll be paying wages. So I, I'm sure... The Motherwell board will try and put it back into Graham Alexander's um, hipper, um, hipper, I was going to say, yep. pocket to try and go yep. and try and get something in to replace him. But Tony Watt's going to be hard to replace because, as I said, sure. since he's went mm. there, I mean, he's on the verge of, for me, a Scotland call-up. Tony Watt, he's been that yep. good for Motherwell this season. Craig, before you go, your prediction tonight, what do you think? Celtic Hibs? I, I think two each. Oh, two each, um, right, well. And tomorrow night, Aberdeen Rangers? Um, uh, tomorrow I, I, I'll go um, I think 3-2 I think we're in for a couple of crackers I really do 3-2 um, for for Rangers oh, <laughs> <laughs> no but you're a student of the game and I mean it's uh, yeah. uh, you know sometimes I do say that with tongue in cheek listen but, to Gio's yeah. interview earlier on yeah. um, Stephen Davis is out mm-hmm. Scott Arfield's out Joe Rebo is at the Africa Cup of yeah. Nations um, so we're, we're pretty light I don't know I thought I don't think Ryan Jack's going to be available no. um, you've got Glenn Kamara and Lundstrom so Rangers are a bit light in the centre of the park which may be a worry for them that's Barry Ferguson giving us the up to date team news there from Rangers thanks for your calls Craig thank you James we're back in a moment the Go Radio football show with the Taxi Centre visit their showroom in Darnley Glasgow to test drive your new taxi let's go Go Radio football show Cinch Premiership is back well done everyone in the championship and the first and second division continuing with only 500 fans so since when was that just before Christmas but we're back Big time. There would have been 5,000 at Firhill on Friday night, but nobody got back to the club. They were held at 500. Um, Derek McInnes as well, back in 
well, I was going to say the top flight, but that's where he wants to be. Do you think he's going to bring Kilmarnock up? Well, first and foremost, I think it's a, a brilliant appointment mm. by, by Kilmarnock. Um, just surprised that Derek was out that long in the game. So, um, look, good appointment. I think he's got every chance. Obviously, he's had two games. A good away win at Queen of the South. Um, Fir Hill's always a difficult place to go, so he came away with a point. I'll be disappointed with Partick Thistle scoring the last five minutes. Um, but overall, I think Derek will do a, a real good job because, listen, he's, he's a proven manager. You see what he done up at Aberdeen, so I think it's a, a brilliant appointment by Kilmarnock. And Davey, we talked about it last week and we had uh, Kilmarnock director on, Cathy Jameson, yeah. and we had uh, Jerry Britton, the Partick Thistle CEO. It was good to hear both of them on the show. Cathy, Cathy was really excited about Derek McInnes' appointment, wasn't yeah. she? The one thing that came across yeah. was the, the real kind of hope and optimism mm-hmm. that, you know, they've managed to they've managed to appoint a, a proper manager here. And I'm not saying Tommy Wright wasn't, but I do think Derek McInnes would give the Kilmarnock supporters a real hope that they're going to get up first time of asking. It's caught the imagination, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We hear more from Ange Postacoglu ahead of the game, which is just an hour and 15 minutes away. And this time tomorrow night, we'll be winding up getting ready for Aberdeen against Rangers. Gordon's on the line, a Rangers fan. Good evening, Gordon. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. How are you tonight? Are you excited for the game's back? Buzzing, mate. I'm really looking forward to it. It's, it's, it's been um, it's been a bit of a dragon uh, with the football, even this kind of early football period. It doesn't feel like it. It, 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 it sounds daft, but it didn't feel like New Year's without that old firm. It just kind of took the whole feel away from it, and I think it um, it kind of kind of made the uh, kind of Christmas holidays kind of look quicker. I thought the all just was the same. It was, so I'm just I'm really looking forward to the football back. Uh, I was just like, can I make a quick point? I heard the the last couple of callers yeah. and. As Barry was saying about um, the league and that, that, that attracting sponsors, yeah. he's bang on with that because see, Singe, the, the amount that uh, obviously the SP, SPFL Twitter and that they promote Singe Premiership, Singe this, Singe that, and they call it the Singe and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we get, I, I think we get about a quarter of the money that Tottenham get just for wearing Singe on one of their sleeves on their home kit. And I'm sure Tottenham get about £20 million a season for that. They get mega amounts of money made just from wearing that on a sleeve I get there's made exposure on that but I think the problem we've got with our league is the people that run it and I think it's, it's been an absolute shambles for years and the amount, of, the amount of times that they should have been something done about it should have been reviewed it should have been sorted because they're really killing a league and there's a lot more potential because there is a lot of people that would rather watch Scottish football they're sure. thinking of I guess Cinch aren't the problem there because at least they're putting money into the yeah. game and I know your own club don't want to advertise Cinch at the ground because of uh, a conflict of interest they think with uh, the Parks Group so that's been pursued through courts but we would welcome Cinch and other sponsors we agree I agree with you on this we need more we need real leadership Barry Hearn Eddie Hearn yeah exactly would, would you yeah. not be calling on them you know that if sure. you look at what they've done for darts and boxing yeah. and other mm-hmm. sports would you not be having him in the boardroom at, at Hamden and saying, right, how do we sell this? You know, how do, how do we make it better? Big time. It's, honestly, Absolutely. Brilliant Agreed. idea. Fly yeah. them up and say, listen, we just want your time for a day. They know how to go and sell. I mean, look at that. Look how big that is. I know, I know. Honestly. <laughs> even snooker watching that. I was watching the final yeah, the last final. night. I was just yeah. switching back and forth. Watching it. Look at, look at the crowds, look what snookers became. And sure especially time, darts. Darts just... Sure. And that's darts. Oh, it's too cool. Yeah. Would you send your private jet, Barry? 
for Barry Hearn to come up. <laughs> I'll get I'll a you private okay, jet. Okay, on the Go Radio Football <laughs> Show uh, with the taxi centre. Get the taxi down. But you're right, we need... Yeah, guys I mean, I know like it's comfortable. Davies bang on, yeah. guys like that. Get Let's them up. Rummel it up. Yeah, pick their brains. Yeah. So... Yep, Gordon, we agree with much of what you say there. What about your own club, Rangers? What about the football itself? What's on your on your mind tonight? Uh, I'm just I'm looking forward to the morning. night. Mm. I know we've got uh, we've, we've got our injury concerns and then yeah. obviously Joe Aribo and that been away, um, and that's another worry itself. You, you're actually seeing how well Aribo's playing and he's attracting a lot of interest mm. for a lot of people and um, even just it's daft, but see what the likes of social media. I was on. Uh, even when I was on Twitter on that yesterday and you're seeing fans for clubs like I've seen um, Man United fans writing or we could do with Aribo I've seen mm-hmm. uh, the likes of Newcastle fans I think we're going to end up hosting him but um, for quite a lot of money however um, I'll, I'll wait till that time comes but as for tomorrow I'm, I'm really looking forward to it we, we can obviously the, the momentum can have slowed down with the winter break and that however I think we can really pick up for where we left off and there's no better statement intent than getting up to Pataudry and winning because it's one of the hardest places for us to go and probably outside Celtic it's kind of one of the most hostile atmospheres um, you can go to. Again, that's if like, most of the Aberdeen fans turn up because it's not always at the day and that's kind of another problem itself. But I think if we get there tomorrow um, and we win, get the three points, it sets us up well. And uh, I heard you talking about Cedric Atten and that one back. I think the perfect time to do the perfect thing to do with uh, Cedric Atten, I think, uh, throw him in starting line up on Friday against Sterling Albion. Let him show what he can do. No disrespect to Sterling Albion, but if he's if he's got talent there, which we've seen him scoring that mostly against Motherwell right enough, but if he can show that he can go up and score goals and he's still going to fight for that place, because mm-hmm. there's got to be a reason that uh, Gio brought him back. He must see something in him or one of the. Um, analysis or something must have seen something in them so I'm just looking forward to it I'm looking forward to the next uh, next few weeks of mm. uh, football Gordon don't go away we're going to come back to you Davey you've got first sight of the Celtic team and there's a couple of newcomers yeah interesting one because uh, there's no Furuhashi as we expected but Maeda um, is the replacement um, he'll play as out and out centre forward Joe Hart and goal and it's a back four of Juranovic Carter Vickers Starfell and Greg Taylor uh, three in midfield Callum McGregor uh, Tom Rogic and uh, Hatati, and up front it's Abada, James Forrest with Maeda in between them. Barry, Maeda up front, Forrest back as well, Abada back. Um, yep, two of the new guys. There's a lot to look forward to tonight. Bain scales, Gikamakis is back, he's on the bench. Jota on the bench as well. McCarthy, Johnson, Idaguchi, known as Gucci. Uh, Ralston and Welsh, a man drenched in Gucci. No, it's not you, but it's not, it's not one of your brands though, is it? <laughs> Would you oh, make it that Celtic lineup? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. It's a strong, yeah. uh, no doubt, um, strong 11. But if you look at the the 18 players, um, no Kyogo. Um, so obviously he's no recovered from his, his ham, hamstring injury. So it'll be interesting to see how the the new signings do. Um, as I said, you, you look at it and they've put out their strongest team to try and get three points because that's what Celtic need to do. Because mm. they need to try and catch Rangers, um, albeit... Claw back three points with Rangers having the game um, up at Bitaudry tomorrow night. Uh, we'll give you the Hibs line-up for Davey, just looking at it there. Yeah. Yep. Chris Muller, the, the, the new boy from the MLS, he, he starts on the, the bench uh, tonight. Hibs of Macy, Rocky, Hanlon, Doig, Cadden, Doyle, Hayes, Campbell, Newell, Wright, Boyle and Nisbet. 
So Boyle is in there, despite the fact there's renewed interest from Saudi Arabia and it's massive money. It's over over a million a year, isn't it? A three-year deal probably being offered to him. On the bench, Dabrowski, Stevenson, Deutsch, Muller, as you mentioned, Murphy, Allen, and is Scott Allen on his way? A few clubs want him, including uh, St Mirren, apparently, Holberg, Scott and Bradley. Gordon, before you go then, what's your scoreline tonight? I know you're a Rangers fan, but Celtic Hibs, what do you think? Uh, a hopeful scoreline, I hope. It's no, what do you really think? <laughs> we know what you hope. <laughs> Come on. Uh, what what no, do you think? I, I, I genuinely, and I, 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 I don't know if it's just a uh, heart overhead, but I've, I've, just, I've just got a gut feeling they're going to go up points tonight, and I think they'll draw. I, think it, I, think it, I don't know what the score will be, but I just okay. think they're going to go up points tonight. And I, I think that'll be gears even more. Um, I mean, I shouldn't get up to Petorka the more and get the three points, but as I say, that's just hope, and I'm just going to <laughs> just hope that's how it turns out. Uh, are you worried about your former manager Stephen Gerrard maybe taking some of the players? You know, you mentioned Joe Aribo there, the others, uh, Glenn Kamara, he knows what he can do. And Ryan Kent was spoken about, you know, this time last year. Are you worried that you might sell another player or two before the end of the window? No, so much worried because at the end of the day, uh, Rangers are a stepping stone, Celtic are a stepping stone, everybody knows that. Players are going to leave eventually, even if they got offered the big money. But, uh, the big league down south you can't really say it and, and if it was as you say Stephen Gerrard if he was to come in and want to take any of players as long as he matches his valuations mm-hmm. that he was making when other teams are interested as long as he hits the valuations the big money that he was saying they were worth if he can hit that then it gives us the money to replace him and I they believe we'll get um, a few players up our sleeve that we've been looking at and that. so if, if they were to go as long as we could replace him I'd rather keep them at the end of the season tied in the Champions League money and that um, because I, I think a, a, right, a right good run with the team we've got now, maybe a couple of strengthening signings, because I heard David saying earlier, a lot of, and he's right, a lot of the Celtic fans in their head have got the old firm one, and um, with the, the low averages, you'd think there's no beaters for about two and a half years in, uh, domestically in the league. Um, and that's kind of a, a kind of worrying thing, but I, I really think as long as we can keep playing football the way we do, especially the way we've started under Geo, I, 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 think we'll, I think we'll be alright and as I say if MD does come and take our players we can replace them but I'd rather hold on to what we had to move maybe if, we, if, we, if I had to choose one that I would maybe let go I think maybe Barisic would be the kind of um, yeah. one I wouldn't mm. make too much like, I wouldn't want to go but not too much I do really like hold on to the likes of Kimara Aribo and especially Ryan Kent you've seen how much we missed them OK, Gordon, thanks very much for calling. Enjoy the next uh, 24 hours. He could be in the Rangers PR department, couldn't he? <laughs> Barry, I saw you smiling. I think he's just excited with the football being back, isn't he? It's great. It's a tough three yeah. weeks. Um, he's just buzzing. And, and so is everybody, I think. Um, yeah. I've missed it that much. Um, but listen, two cracking games. Well, I'm talking Both, about Celtic sure. and Hibs tonight. Yeah. I think that's going to be a cracker. I can see Sean Maloney coming. And the players that he's, he's put out, it's attack-minded. Um, so I think the Hibs are coming to take the game to Celtic and then obviously we all know the way that Postacoglu likes to play his football he's out uh, all out attack so I think it'll be a, a right good game tonight we've got to get right into that into the bones of it just after the break because I know you've got a suspicion that Hibs were going to go for it tonight and that's before you saw the team news Davy Proven Barry Ferguson loads of your calls coming in tonight yeah we gave you the Celtic team there we'll go back to that in a moment or two for Rangers this time tomorrow night getting ready for the match with Aberdeen uh, how have they spent the winter break here's the manager talking about what's been happening oh well it's been very beneficial of course. I think it was good to uh, to give the players a rest uh, everyone came back fresh on the 5th of January so we had a uh, 
almost two weeks to uh, prepare ourselves uh, for the game tomorrow and for the second half of the season, but also had more time to to work with the players on the pitch and also uh, with uh, with team meetings. So it was very uh, very good to um, get a little bit more in depth uh, in, in the way we want to play. And the things we have to improve and, and especially also the, the things we've done really well so far. And what were his thoughts, uh, Van Bronckhorst, about well, a possible postponement of Celtic against Rangers on February 2nd? You know, as far as I'm concerned, we're not thinking about uh, postponing the, the, the fixture. We know it's going to be an international uh, calendar coming up. You know, especially uh, we might lose some players as well. But, you know, that's the way it is. We have to take it uh, as it comes. You know, in the window, it's not only one game, it's three games uh, that has to be played in the window. So that's, uh, I think, impossible. You, you never know uh, how you have to prepare games. You know, Rangers had a first old firm. They, uh, you know, they missed the first and the second goalie. They missed the coach. They missed the, some other key players. So you never know what, what the situation will be. But, you know, as a, as a coach, you know, we you have to handle every situation. And that's, you know, what I'm going to do when, uh, when the game comes. Davey, what's your take on his comments? Well, certainly it looks as if he wants to go ahead with the old yeah. firm game, doesn't it? And fair play to him. And even Postacoglu, when he was asked a couple of weeks ago, and at that time, Celtic thought they were going to lose uh, Kyogo mm -hmm. and any of the other Japanese players. He was remarkably philosophical yeah. about it. He said, well, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Um, you know, here in Glasgow, people screaming from the rooftops about players, you know, missing the game. But, you know, they're the, the two biggest clubs, two richest clubs in Scotland. They've got the biggest squads. They've just got to go on with that, I think. I quite like it, Barry. Let's get on with it. Yeah, game's got to be played. Yep. Oh, well, that's it. Barry Ferguson said it. The matter is over. Closed. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go. Thanks to everyone for making the switch. We're on every night, five till seven. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Thanks to... Well, here's some uh, signing news. Bayside Girls have signed for the under-2015s Liv Henry. Could she be associated with her own Joe Henry, who will be, yep, so that's Joe's girl, has signed. Just a picture over there. Then we can see a new career. Fantastic, isn't it? It's great. It's great to see the boys and the girls back playing. I was at a match on Saturday morning. Blantyre a win. It was a tight game. <laughs> anyway, you don't want to know the details, but it's brilliant seeing everybody back out playing football again, the boys and the girls. There'll be 60,000 at Celtic Park tonight for Celtic against Hibs. Celtic have got two of the new signings playing. Uh, Celtic are Hart, Juranovic, Carter Vickers, Starfelt and Taylor. McGregor, the captain. Hatate makes his debut. Abada, Rogic, Forrest and the Japanese striker Maeda. On the bench, Bain, Scales, Gikamakis, Jota, McCarthy, Johnson, Gucci, Ralston and Welsh. Up against the Hibs team, attack-minded Hibs team as well. Macy, Rocky, Hanlon the captain, Doig, Cadden, Doyle Hayes, Campbell, Newell, Wright, Boyle and Nisbet. On the bench, Dabrowski, Stevenson, Doidge, Muller, Murphy, Allen, Holberg, Scott and Bradley for Celtic just a quick word about uh, well a player that kind of disappeared mainly last year then he went to Dundee and Davy Celtic have uh, paid him up really he's not going to come back Lee Griffiths yeah 31 years of age um, you look at Jermaine Defoe they're just finishing at 39 um, and you see what a waste you know Lee Griffiths just recently has been um, is it too late I, I don't know I mean for, for example if I'm Graham Alexander and I've just lost Tony Watt is there anything to lose by by taking Lee Griffiths? He wouldn't he wouldn't be able to command top dollar. 
And Motherwell might be able to do for Lee Griffiths what they did with Tony Watt, because Tony Watt had lost his way completely before he came to Motherwell. That's a great shout. Dundee want him. Apparently that's the latest news. James McPeak looking to give him a deal till the end of the season. He's only on the books till the end of January at Dundee. Barry, what do you make of that for uh, yeah, don't, Tony Don't Watt? tell me that he can't score goals and he's not got good quality. Mm. All Lee Griffiths needs to do now, whether it's going to be at Dundee, who knows, because it's not quite worked out for him at, at Dundee. He needs to find a place where he's he's going to settle down and they're going to play him week in, week out. And then I think if he plays week in, week out, He'll start to get that match fitness and there's no doubt in my mind Lee Griffiths can score goals mm-hmm. and he still possesses quality. I mean, David just mentioned that he's only 31. If you start looking after yourself now, yeah. you can get to 36, 37 um, with the sports science and whatever in the game. So listen, that's a good shout. That's one that maybe Graham Alexander's looking at closely as, as sorry, Dundee going to keep him um, if they ain't. He becomes a free agent because as you just mentioned, Celtic have paid them up. Why not? Good idea. Greg Taylor is back for Celtic. He's been speaking about uh, the confidence they got from lifting the Premier Sports, the League Cup, last month. We've touched on that as a group, as winning as a team and bringing success to this club is, is so important and uh, it only will help us and help us improve because when you win together, you want more of it and it was a, it was a good uh, day. What about the future of Jota? He's the yeah, manager. Hopefully uh, having a big second half of the year. He, he, he started really well for us and obviously had the injury set back. Just great to get him back on the field and, and performing. And you know, in terms of beyond this year, that, that'll take care of itself uh, at the appropriate time. Davey, what about this game tonight then? Celtic against Hebs. Yeah. yeah, what do you make of that? Well, I think it's great news for Celtic that Jota's fit enough to be on the bench, mm-hmm. Paul, which means that he looks as if he's going to be fit enough for the old firm game. Um... I think this could be a long night for Hibs. I think the Celtic dressing room will have taken a huge lift from the, the Japanese players who, who've who come into the, the, the side. Full house at Celtic Park tonight. I, I think Celtic I think Celtic could give Hibs a, a bit of a doing tonight. I thought you were going to say they've taken a big lift. They're not happy with Gordon, the Rangers fan, who said it was going to be at 2-2, he reckoned tonight. Barry, what do you think it's going to be Celtic against Hibs? Well, just looking, obviously... Celtic starting 11 strong you know what way Celtic are going to play then I'm looking at um, Sean Maloney's starting 11 uh, and there's a lot of forward thinking players in that Cadden likes to get forward Campbell's a midfielder who likes to run for deep right Pacey Boyle we know he's got quality and pace Nisbet as well likes to get in behind so I think it looks to me if Hibs are going to come and, and have a go and I think if Hibs come and have a go at Celtic I think Celtic have too much quality for them and I can see it been two or three goals um, to Celtic but listen could be different they might come in and, and sit deep and try and frustrate them we just need to wait and see but by the looks of it Sean set his team up to go, go and attack Celtic Great to see James Forrest back isn't it player of the year just a couple of years ago Davey and they missed him big time last season and for much of this year Yeah they, they, they did I mean there's real competition in the wide areas you know with Forrest uh, Abada mm-hmm. and, uh, and Jota obviously so Ange Postacoglu is in a fortunate position certainly when it comes to the wide players they can rotate and give them a rest when, when they need them maybe James Forrest at that stage now where he's not going to play every game he is a little bit injury prone uh, and they've got cover for him when he wants to do that Looking forward to seeing Maeda Barry top scorer in the J-League Yeah I've heard a lot of real positive things about him um, pretty similar to Kyogo very pacey but good quality and obviously knows where the back of the net is. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how quickly he settles, but there's no doubt that Celtic have signed a guy of high quality. 
Stephen Welsh on the bench last week we know there was interest from Udinese the manager was asked about the future of the centre back yeah Welsh is doing well he's um, you know he's contracted he is he's one of our players he's got a hell of a lot of development still to do and, and he's gone really well uh, so far so he's not going anywhere he's not going anywhere do you reckon that is the case, Davey? I've been, I've been yeah. saying it from day one, Paul, that, you know, you heard Postacoglu saying there's a lot of development left in him, there's a lot of potential. I've been saying that all along. The boy was put in before he was early, before he was ready, mm-hmm. uh, in too early. Um, and I think at that age, you know, when he was put into the side, you put him in then you take him out. You give him a game here and there. He was been asked to play every week. I don't think he was ready for it, but... You know, whether it requires him to go out on loan to get regular football, there's a lot of improvement left in the boy, that's for sure. So, you're going for Celtic. Barry, you're going for Celtic as well tonight? Scoring yeah, I, you think? yeah. Yep. I, I think the win be uh, by a couple of goals. Because listen, plain and simple, Paul, they need to win. Yep. They need to keep on um, Rangers' coattails. Uh, so, it's got to be three points tonight. Where is it on tonight, Chris? Is it Celtic TV? It's not the Sky game, is it? But we always want to let you know. Because one year on, go radio, but also to watch the game tonight. Barry, will you see it? You'll see the match. Yeah, I'll, I'll, it, find, it some, yeah, I'll I find it somewhere. Um, I know right. what's on Sky. Cliftonville against Glen. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Glen Torn. That's the game that's on Sky tonight. So I'll find it somewhere on the internet. You're looking for players over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this weekend, Coutinho, not made much of a mark yet, has he, Davey? Uh, what about David that? Stephen Gerrard, it shows you the name and the, to yeah. sign him till the end of the season. Well, now it doesn't work at Barcelona. Yeah. I mean, he's... Mystery. Typical Barcelona player, yeah. isn't he? You know, technique, he's got a lot and I don't know. Don't know what happened there. Right, tomorrow night, Ross County. Yeah, but what about Coutinho, Barry? Because he's just beautiful player. Yeah, unbelievable talent. I mean, I'll just echo what David said. He, for me, he's a perfect Barcelona player. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how it's no work there. Um, but listen, what a player Aston Villa have got. Um, and it showed with his 25 minutes or so. You've you seen the touches he had and obviously come up with that all-important um, equaliser. It is on Celtic TV, so uh, tonight, I mean, we talked about the, the Scottish game earlier on, but these are two brilliant games that should go to as wide an audience as possible. Right, tomorrow night, we'll come to Aberdeen Rangers in a moment. What about Ross County against Motherwell? Ross County picked up Barry, didn't they, before Christmas? Yep. Against Motherwell, who've now got Europe in their sights. Yep, Motherwell have got Europe in their sights, but I'm going to go Ross County. Are you? Yep, yeah. I, I think Malky, um look, they weren't getting the results, but their performances were really good. And obviously, as you just mentioned there, they picked up just before the, the winter break. Um, so I'm going to go Ross County to win that one Davy, what do you reckon? 2-2 two, two. Desmond for They're me 2-2 for two, two draw two, two. Big oh. Malky's done brilliantly to turn it round because they looked dead and buried earlier on yeah. in the, the season what a comeback he's, he's produced there and for Motherwell where are the goals going to come from with Tony Watt uh, away and that was a good shout about Lee Griffiths Livingston against Dundee Davy, what do you think is going to happen? Livy going for Livy yeah, yeah. Livy all day long mm-hmm. Barry yeah I'm going to go Livingston in Livingston Hearts against St Johnson so third top Hearts against well I can hardly believe it bottom club St Johnson yep I mean if you says to me at the start of the season that St Johnson would be bottom of the league I think you're crazy um, no I'm going to go Hearts to win that one Hearts to win yes. for St Johnson what a month the next four weeks Davey huge what do you think tonight it's, it's unthinkable that Callum Davison you know Candidate for manager of the year last season, yeah. and if you look at St Johnson now, it's hard to hard to understand why they're struggling so badly. Not sure why they are. Um, 
they're due a result. I think they might get a draw. How will Chief Chi do? Barry reminded me of that signing a few minutes ago. The only problem yeah. with Chief Chi was his discipline yeah. um, or lack of it. Um, there's, certain, there's definitely a player in there. Uh, if they get him fit and get his head right, he'll, he'll do well for them. Yep, I, I seen Callum do an interview, I think it was yesterday, and says that he has come back fit. He's, he's been really sharp in training. Um, there's no doubt. I mean, You've seen what he done at Dundee United. Mm. I mean, he was a, a real good player for them. So, listen, if Callum gets some fit and firing, he'll be a good signing for St. Johnson. I see there's been chat about Xander Clark going to Aberdeen. It hasn't happened yet, but that would be a blow, wouldn't it, to lose? I mean, it was a blow at the start of the season, um, or sorry, at the end of the window, to lose Jason Kerr, your mm. captain, and also Ali McCann. Um, that was his two best players and then you're going to lose Big Xander who mm. I think has been um, probably St Johnson's best player this season so listen it comes down to budget Callum runs with a, a, a low budget there um, and listen if other teams come in and try and prize his best players away there's not much you can do about it so Hearts St Johnson we've gone through Dundee United against St Mirren Davy, what do you reckon St Mirren need to start picking up points well Dundee United do as well because sure. I mean Dundee United were flying at the start of the season mm. uh, beat Rangers at, at home uh, got a draw at Celtic Park looking good for a top four finish mm. and it's, they've been in free fall ever since so they're, they're, they're due a win I think they might get it yeah you think they will get the win yeah Barry United or Saints? I'm going to go a draw in that one. one right. each. Another draw for Jim Good. I mean, I think I was thinking from a West of Scotland point of view with St Mirren. Did so well last year, just missed out. But that seems a long time ago now, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. For St Mirren. So you think a draw, score draw? Yep, one each. Oh, one each you're yep. going for. And the big one tomorrow night, Aberdeen against Rangers. Did you speak to your nephew before this game? No. Will he be on? No, not no. at all. No. <laughs> so what, what do you think? It's the first time yeah. that I'll be looking and yeah. thinking, I hope. It doesn't do well. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, they weren't doing well at all, were they? But they got better there in uh, late November into December. What do you think for tomorrow night? I, I think it's going to be a, a, a tight one. As I said, Rangers are in the engine room. They're missing some uh, important players. But listen, Kamara, Lindstrom, um, still decent enough midfielders. Well, Kamara, I really like. Mm. I think it's going to be really close. But I think Rangers will just nick it 2-1. I think so, it'll be close, but... 2-1. Mm -hmm. There's always a battle there and the wind coming in off yeah, the North Sea, isn't it? But I always uh, enjoyed that. Sometimes it's it's different. Yeah. So if mm -hmm. you play with Rangers or Celtic, you've got a lot of possession. Sometimes it's good to go and roll your sleeves up and get mm -hmm. wired into each other. David, did you enjoy playing at Petodre? Loved, loved yeah. playing at Petodre. One of my favourite grounds. Petodre and Tynecastle, two mm -hmm. favourite away grounds. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be an absolute belter tomorrow night. Uh, big, big test for Rangers. Um I think they've probably just got enough about them in the forward areas to, to, to sneak it, but they're going to have to work. And the neutrals, if I always say that, if there are any out there, that's what you want to see. See them both winning and heading towards February the 2nd to the old firm match, you know, neck and neck. Or if anyone can afford to slip up, it's Rangers. Celtic can't afford Barry, can they? I, I, I was yeah. surprised um, three or four weeks before the, the winter break, when the winter break was going to happen when the old firm game was getting played I think it was in the 2nd of January I thought both teams would have went um, without defeat mm -hmm. I was surprised that Celtic went to St Merlin and dropped the two points um, and I'm the same again I think both teams will go with wins right up until the 2nd of February and then it's an absolute cracker because Celtic have then got to go and win yeah. and then Rangers on the other hand mm -hmm. do you go there and win or do you go there and sit off it and 
and Celtic are at Tynecastle next midweek, so yeah. that'll be an absolute There's some tasty well. games. So many wow. good fixtures. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant games. Yep. Okay, this time tomorrow night we'll be here with John Hartson who will be at the game and uh, also Craig Moore. So that's good uh, winding up towards the match. Who's going to be man of the match tonight? Who do you, whose name's going to be the headline tomorrow morning? Dream debut for Maeda. Right, there's a prediction from Davy Proven. Barry, thanks so much. We'll see you uh, on Wednesday night. Rob will be here on Wednesday and Davy will see you uh, later in the week as well. Yep. Thanks so much. Jokal Day is up after the news. The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com Your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you. Let's go! Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With Taxi Trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So so if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.